Hi, this is Avinash Kaushik. I'm the author of the book Web Analytics in Our Day and the Analytics Evangelist for Google. And you're listening to the 10 Golden Rules Internet Marketing Podcast. Do you have a friend or relative who's become a victim of the economic downturn? Have you prepared yourself for the tough economic times ahead? On this show, we'll review 10 tips for job hunting in a recession. We share some sad news and some exciting news. So please stick around. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast, featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into sales. Now here's the CEO of 10goldenrules.com, Jay Berkowitz. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for joining us for episode number 32 of the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. I'll start this show with some sad news. I lost my grandmother last month. I was very close to her, and I'll miss her dearly. But I didn't want to share a sad story. I wanted to share some of the positive things I learned from my grandmother. She lived a good life. She was quite healthy for almost 92 years, and she was taken very quickly. So here are some of the valuable life lessons I learned from my beloved Grammy. She taught me a saying, Early to bed and early to rise makes a young man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Whenever I get to bed early, and I get a good night's sleep, and I get to the gym in the morning, I know what Grammy was referring to. I feel great, and I have a fantastic, productive day. My Grammy was an eternal optimist. She lived life with a very positive outlook. I think it served her well, and instead of living with a focus on the negatives of life, her, gra- her glass was always half full, and I think it contributed to her long, healthy life. The final lesson I'd like to share is tell your loved ones that you love them. Every call, every letter, every email. I spoke to my Grammy the day before her heart attack. I told her I loved her, and her last words to me were, I love you, dear. I feel very fortunate that I had this conversation, and I was I was very lucky to talk to her uh, just the day before uh, her heart attack. So my lesson is, you know, share the fact that you love people every chance you get. Uh, Don't miss the chance, because in a small way, that made it easier for me when my grandmother passed away. I promised some exciting news as well. The official press release won't be out for about 10 days, but just for my exclusive podcast community, I'm happy to announce that we've been participating in the development of an internet marketing certificate course that's been developed for the University of San Francisco. So you'll now be able to get an internet marketing certificate in, um, you know, from a very legitimate university. I was hired to build a team of about 10 experts, and we've been taping lectures over the past three months. You'll complete the course content at your own schedule, and there will be additional live interactive sessions that you can participate as you're working through the recorded lectures and the interactive online learning. The course is going to give you an opportunity to actually complete, <coughs> create a website, a, a revenue-generating website on your own or for your business, and learn things like how to become a Google AdWords certified professional and how to study for the Analytics Association certification. So you'll get a, re- a lot of real practical, real-world benefit I'll talk more about the team of experts that we've assembled, um, but you know, needless to say, these guys are superstar pros in the business, really doing it, working on their own sites and working on client sites. So there'll be more information on 10 Golden Rules as soon as the press release is out. Look for it on around December 10th, and you can also find more information around that time at usfonline.com. On our last show, we announced a little contest. I have a couple extra copies of Seth Godin's new book, Tribes. It's a great book. I just finished it, and he talks all about how you can rally a group of folks around a cause by creating a tribe. And the tools you need to do that, the um, different exercises you go through to make it happen. So if you'd like a chance to get a copy of the new book, Tribes, I'd like you to participate a little bit with our little tribe here and call into the podcast. 
Two simple questions. How did you hear about this podcast? And how and where do you listen to the show? Here's our first couple responses. And next, before the next show, we're going to have a drawing of all the responses and pick a couple winners of Seth Godin's Tribes. Hello, Jay. It's Rick Tarrant, ricktarrant.com. And I'm listening in my car as I commute. And you had asked when and where and how am I listening, listening on my iPod Shuffle, which my children tell me is now pretty old school, Dad. Uh, I don't have the touch yet. And I found out about you most recently through uh, Cliff Ravenscraft's podcast, the uh, podcast Answer Man, although I had come across you a few months ago when I was uh, looking for uh, David Meerman Scott and some uh, podcasts that he was on, and uh, you had featured him as a guest. So there you have it in the car through uh, other podcasts primarily. Hope you have a great day, and I think you're doing a good job. Hey, Jay, it's Tim Jones from therealtimjones.com. I'm just calling to answer your two questions from your latest podcast. I heard about the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast at a speech you gave at an eBay conference, and have been listening to it ever since and even caught up on the ones I missed. I listen to it mainly in my vehicle, but this is a must-listen-to podcast for me. You, every single podcast I come away with so many ideas and my mind is just racing so of all the podcasts I listen to this is one that is a must listen to so I look forward to it every week take care so thanks to Rick and real the real Tim Jones for calling in why don't you guys guys give us a call the digital recording number is 206-888-6606 real simple question how did you hear about the podcast and where do you listen what are you doing when you're listening? Are you working? Are you commuting? Are you working out? Once again, our digital recording line, 206-888-6606. Or if you have your own podcasting equipment, send in an audio clip to J J A Y at 10goldenrules.com. That's spelt out T-E-N, goldenrules, R-U-L-E-S dot com. Next up, my good friend, Mr. Scott Pooler. Hey, Jay, it's Scott. Pooler of iBusinessLogic.com, your old buddy from the eBay Live and all the other events that we've done. Just calling in to let you know that uh, you finally got me inspired to uh, get a little more serious about this podcasting thing. Another friend of yours, uh, John Lawson, Colder Ice, that you met in Las Vegas, and I are getting together to do a kind of a new podcast on TalkShoe, and the name of the podcast is Agents of Revenue which is kind of a twist of revenue agents. Uh, we got little fedoras in our logo, but it's kind of an interesting way of going about it because John and I are both pretty straight shooters, and we thought that maybe there might be a place in podcasting for some uh, reality check time. So that's our e-commerce reality check. It's a half-hour show. happens every Wednesday at 1 14 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find out more about it at agentsofrevenue.com. Or check out Talk Shoe and look for Agents of Revenue. We're about to launch our first show in about, oh, four minutes. So I thought I'd give you a call, get your 10 Golden Rules audience maybe checking us out. And thank you for the inspiration and all your great help. Love that last show with David Meerman Scott. People need to listen to some of the great things that you guys talk about. So hope to have you join in with us, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, Jay. Hey, thanks, Scott. Happy to talk about your show, The Agents of Revenue. The guys have done a nice job. They've done their first couple shows, uh, John Lawson and Scott Pooler, uh, real eBay and e-commerce experts. So uh, check out that show on TalkShoe every Wednesday at 1.14 Eastern Standard Time. Next up, let's hear from the 10 Golden Rules team in our Live from the Blog segment. Hi, this is Michaela. Building links to your site makes your site more important in the eyes of the search engines. One type of link building is submitting your site to directories. Link building is a time-consuming and repetitive process. However, there are ways to speed up the process and keep it relatively painless. Number one, directory text. Create a few different titles and descriptions for your site. Vary the word count, key phrases, and your target audience in order to be considered for a variety of directories. Two, page rank. Look for quality directories with a Google PageRank of 3 or better. 3. Update your list. Constantly update your list of directories. This includes deleting old directories and updating changes in PageRank. 
Strategy number four, comments. Create a comment column on your list of directories where you can note specific information about the directory. This is useful for niche or regional directories. And number five, save the date. When you submit to a directory, record the date submitted. Knowing when you submitted lets you know when you can expect to be included. Most free directories have a waiting period of a few months. Hi everybody, this is Michael, and I want to talk today about link building through press releases and how to get valuable links back to your website. Link placement on a press release is very important, and here are some great tips for web-optimized press releases. First, the higher in the body copy area the link appears, the higher the value of a link. As a general rule on any page, you want the link to be within the first 200 words of text. This will increase the CTR or click-through rate, and search engines place more value on links that appear higher on the page. Second, anchor text links, underline activated links for keyword phrase, have more value in a search engine algorithm than links that just say, click here, or links to your website. Hi, this is Margie. With many companies cutting back on their budgets, we are all challenged to continue to provide efficient, highly optimized, and winning strategies for interactive marketing. With that in mind, email marketing guru Karen Gedney, who does a column at ClickZ, provides these top 10 reasons to be thankful for email marketing in a declining economy. Number one, once your email system is in place, the cost of broadcasting your message is minimal. With email's extremely low costs, you can continue to market to your online customers without skipping a beat. Number two, you can continue to test offers on the cheap. With email, you can quickly test new offers and get an accurate read on your market in 24 hours or less. Number three, your design costs are minimal. You can create a template and run with it for quite a while without any major design changes. Number four, you can build your list organically rather than buying outside lists. Number five, you can stay in touch with your clients and maintain your credibility. Your e-newsletter can get out the message that you're here and ready to do business. Number six, you can defend your email marketing efforts to upper management. The October DMA report showed email provided more than double the effectiveness of other online marketing methods. Number seven, you can conduct competitive research just by looking in your inbox. Sign up for your competitor's email blasts and you always have your finger on the pulse of the market. Number eight, you can give yourself a complete education on a topic without leaving your desk. Just subscribe to a few new e-newsletters and you can stay up to date without forking over tuition to go to night school. Number nine, LinkedIn updates that come in through email can help you stay in touch with your business network. And number 10, you can send holiday wishes to your friends and business associates in a click of a button. Hi, this is Mark to talk about a new search engine. Deep Dive has released a beta version of their deep web search tool designed to dig deep below the surface of the internet, reaching resources that are not indexed in Google and the other major search engines. With over 500 million pages indexed to date, Deep Dive is targeting in-depth, professional content that resides deep within the web. By using a search algorithm that matches patterns and symbols, Deep Dive returns complex data that is not likely to be found in traditional keyword searches. The goal is to filter out opinion sites and irrelevant content for researchers looking for highly relevant, non-opinionated information on complex topics. Although this search tool can be used for free upon registration, a more complete version is available for $45 per month. While the major players in search offer free access without registration, we will see just how much people are interested in reaching these deeply buried web pages. Hi, this is Susan. Keyboarder.com spelled K-E-Y-B-O-A-R-D-R is an interesting website I found this week. It's a search engine that is a mashup of Google, Wikipedia, and YouTube, which as you type in the search bar will find results relevant to the keywords typed. Once the search results come up, you can use your keyboard arrows to navigate and press enter to go to that website. Since it's fairly new, it's kind of bare bones right now, but the concept is pretty clever if you're into shortcuts. They are planning to support FriendFeed, Delicious, Twitter, Flickr, Google Docs, and many more. Hola a todos, this is Grace. And today I will talk about Run Checker, which is a great little tool to check your rankings. 
As an online marketer, I am always looking for the latest and greatest tools to help our clients stay ahead of the competition. This week, I came across RunChecker, which is a Firefox extension, an add-on to the Firefox web browser that allows you to upload your keyword list and run reports to check your website rankings in Google, including international, live, and Yahoo. This tool is designed to be quick and it takes only a few minutes to install. What I like about it is that once you run your keywords report, you can verify your positions in the search results by double-clicking on the URL. Keep in mind that if you're logged into your Google account, it shows personalized results, which tend to show better results than, we, than what they really are. So to avoid, avoid this, you can check under preferences don't show Google personalized results. In addition to that, you can export the data to a CSV file. And did I mention this tool is free, which is really a great advantage. Well, thanks to the team at 10 Golden Rules for giving us their live from the blog segment. A number of people mentioned to me they really like this segment when I see them live. Do me a favor, give a call into the show. Let the team know how much you like it. 206-888-6606. Or if there's anything specific you'd like the folks to research, I'm sure they'd be happy to do that. Once again, give us a call, 206-888-6606. Well, next up is our list of 10 strategies for job hunting in a recession. And since we're doing a 10 list, we need Natalie Gelman's intro for a 10 list. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Golden rules. Natalie's a great Podsafe music artist. You can find her at the Podsafe Music Network. Uh, Natalie Gelman. So they finally figured out we're in a recession. <laughs> There's breaking news, huh? For many of us who have friends or family struggling with layoffs, we've known for some time that the economy's in the toilet and there just aren't a number of jobs out there. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't jobs out there. I, I was reading Ad Age today and there was a dozen or so jobs in the back section and I got an email from a local uh, recruiter and she probably had about 20 or 30 jobs in the tech sector. So there's definitely jobs out there. But I put this next section together. It's 10 strategies for job hunting in a recession. And I wrote about eight strategies and I sent a note out on Twitter and LinkedIn. And I asked my friends, my social community, to give me additional tips and suggestions. And as always, there were excellent contributions. And so coming forward is the official list of 10 tips for job hunting in a recession. Now, I want you all to help out. I don't want this list to stay as you know sort of a permanent list. I'd love everybody listening to the podcast to contribute. Give us a call. What are some of the other tips people can use? Are you aware of any job opportunities, particularly in this internet and social media space? Maybe we can help someone get a job. What a great Christmas present that would be, or Hanukkah, Kwanzaa present. So give us a call, 206-888-6606. And let's you know, get your contribution and make this an ongoing over the next couple shows. Let's talk about the 10 uh, strategies for job hunting in a recession. So quick, a big thank you to the following folks who contributed to this list. Greg Paskey, Andy Lubinsky, Phil Mankato, Steve Davies, Demona, Keith Burtis, Adam Singer, Ben Yoskovitz, Ruben Q, Jeff Sabar, Tarek Turjuman, Brad Pierce, Laney Liner, Josh Chernin, Sienna Forbes, John S. Rajeski, Keith Duarte, Carolyn Porosky, Erica Flora, Keith Duarte, Josh Chernin, Brad Pierce, Sarah Morris Smith, Rob Duncan, Heather Chaven Plank, and Sasha Grabenyuk. I apologize for any of the names I mispronounced. And let's go forward with the top 10 strategies for job hunting in a recession. Okay, job hunting tip number one is start now. And this means you. Yes, you. Everybody, every single person listening to this podcast has to start job hunting today. Because God forbid six months or 12 months from now, 
you're one of the ones who's looking for a job. Your job hunt actually starts today. And the way it starts is by getting active in the social community. I always recommend pick one social network. If you aren't active in LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, pick the one that you seem to be getting a lot of requests for. Pick the one that a lot of people seem to be talking about. Maybe even MySpace. And get active in that social community. And it's true networking, even though it's social networking. So you have to give to get. What I mean by that is participate in the community. The first thing to do is actually listen. Don't start talking in those communities until you really understand sort of the rules and social mores of that community. So start participating by watching what people are saying, the kinds of questions people ask, the kind of answers people give. And then start participating by answering questions, helping people out. And really great networking all comes down to helping people out. And it's true in the social networking, and it's also true in your community. You definitely want to get out to some community events. And same thing when you're doing networking at a community event or an industry association event. Your goal at that event is to meet two or three quality contacts. You're not trying to spam people with 10 or 20 or 50 different you know, business cards handed out. And pick those two or three quality contacts and follow up with them. Help them out. Your goal is to find out why are they there. Are they looking for job opportunities? Are they looking for employees? Are they looking for a date? You know, whatever it is, help them out. Are they looking for information on job hunting? Maybe refer them to this podcast and the links we're going to provide on the show notes. So your goal is to start building your contacts now and get active and start participating. The second tip for job hunting in a recession is you should treat it like it's a job. It's a five to nine job. And yes, I said five to nine. You should expect to work a lot harder to find a job than you ever worked at your existing job. But have some fun. This is the first day of the rest of your life, and you're promoting a brand you should be in love with because the brand you're promoting is the brand of you. It's a great time to put a shine on your personal brand, to update your resume, add some skills, take an online course or certificate, and set a busy agenda of interviews, daily rituals of websites you're going to check and contacts you reach out to. Actually schedule your life. I used to use an Excel spreadsheet when I was job hunting to track all the contacts, leads, informational meetings, interviews, and I always wanted to make sure that I, I sent a really good um, letter in advance of the meeting. I confirmed, reconfirmed the meeting a day in advance. I was doing my research, preparing for the meeting. After the meeting, sending a follow-up. And then setting myself a schedule to follow up on that, that opportunity um, over the coming days and weeks. So your days should include you know, your actual interviews, inf- informational interviews, meetings with recruiters, networking events. Steve Davies put it really well in a note he sent us, and he recommended uh, a site called Perfect Job Software. He summed it up this way. He said, diligent and timely follow-up is key to success. How you send things and how you tackle your search almost become a pre-first impression, something the prospective employer sees before you even have a chance to make a first impression. It's critical that the initial impression and subsequent follow-ups are flawless. And he recommended perfectjobsoftware.com, which is an automated tool that can do what I was talking about with the Excel spreadsheet. Tip number three is be proactive. Less than 20% of jobs are ever listed or advertised. Let me say that again. 80% of jobs, say it another way, 80% of jobs are never going to be advertised on Monster or in your local classified newspaper section. When times get tougher, we advertise jobs less frequently meaning we don't want to sort through an avalanche of resumes. So you have to get out there and talk to people. Jeff Zabar said it really well. He said the 10 golden rules of job hunting in a recession are number one, network, number two, network, and all 10 are network. You really have to get out there and talk to people and make sure people know that you're available. I'd much rather hire someone myself that's already made a positive impact on me through maybe I worked with them on an association board of directors or they're a charity volunteer that I worked with in a charity capacity. I've seen them in action. So I'm looking for candidates 24-7. So you're out there looking for a job. You've got to be proactive. This is a valuable time to turn to your network. There's absolutely no shame in asking for help. You never know where your big break's going to come from. The more connections you make, the more opportunities that are going to come your way. 
For example, your best friend from college who's a big shot in your industry just might not be a big assistance because that person's just not plugged in to helping people out. But someone you met at a networking event may just have the lead you need. I'm in tune, for example, with the good karma of helping people out with no expectation of getting anything in return. But not everybody's like that. Keith Duarte had a really great tip. He said, get your resume updated and share it with everyone you know. Ask for a critical review. So he's saying, you know, update your resume and send it to everyone you know and ask them for feedback. This immediately alerts everybody that you're looking for a job and gives you an opportunity to call each one personally and ask for personal assistance and tap into their network. You want to try and connect with connectors. These are people with large networks. They're more likely to have recently come across an opening. The kind of people who are out there talking are the kind of people you want to get in touch with. Request informational interviews. This is perhaps the most important tactic in your job hunt. It's a great way to uncover those unpublished jobs. So if you've been thinking, hey, this 10 Golden Rules company seems to be doing a lot of neat stuff. They seem like they're growing. A lot of people will contact me and say, hey, Jay, can, can we sit down and have a coffee? And that's what I call an informational interview. You know, buy someone lunch if, if you have the opportunity. Um, just go into their office and say, I'd like 15 minutes just to have a coffee for an informational meeting to learn more about your company. Almost everyone will accept those informational meetings or refer you to someone else in the company. Um, and, and in the meeting, if they don't have any job opportunities or they don't immediately have um, any ideas for you, ask them if there's one or two other people that you might they might refer you to in the industry that you're targeting. So be very specific about where your passions lie. You should know exactly what type of job you want. It's really important with busy people to put it in a box for them. What I mean by that is if you want a senior research analyst job, I've got to know that. You know, you really shouldn't tell people you, you'll take any kind of job. You really need to put it in a box for them so that when they hear about an appropriate opportunity with your skill set, it'll be top of mind. And also don't expect that one email that you sent me three months ago is going to be sufficient to get you that job opportunity that comes across my desk. Uh, myself and other busy people, you've got to stay top in mind top of mind. So you've got to do some creative and innovative things to, you know, politely stay in touch and, and stay on our radar every three, four weeks. Tip number four, get digital. In the digital age, your job search must, must include the digital space. Make sure you have a great resume on monster.com, career builder, and LinkedIn. And I think LinkedIn, for, for me personally, is the most important because a lot of people now are treating LinkedIn as their resume. Their LinkedIn profile is becoming their virtual digital resume. And a good strategy is to get a lot of people to recommend you. And the best way to do that, of course, is to recommend them. You know, go and recommend your former bosses, your former coworkers, and then politely ask them if they could give you a recommendation back. Carolyn Porosky added, make sure that when you talk about making a LinkedIn profile, that you talk about with connecting with people. A lot of people create a profile and don't do anything with it. So it's very important to always go in, update your profile, answer other people's questions, make new connections in order for your notes to come up as changes on your profile. Next, actively check out Craigslist. We actually post a lot of jobs on Craigslist at 10 Golden Rules. It's much less expensive than the big boards such as Monster and CareerBuilder. Craigslist is, is almost free and it's really, really active. So check out Craigslist as well. Build a consistent personal brand. You've got to be consistent. So if you're Jay Berkowitz in LinkedIn, in Twitter, in Facebook, you should be very, very consistent with how you're using your brand on the digital sites. There's dozens of other online resources, including ladders.com, who specialize in jobs over $100,000 per year, indeed.com, which has a strong company profile tool to identify companies that fit your skills. And Keith Duarte on LinkedIn recommended a site he's involved with called Gadball, G-A-D-B-A-L-L, -L, where you can post and distribute your resume for free to virtually every major job board and 1,500 career sites. And lastly, I want to reinforce what I mentioned earlier. It's critical to know that a lot of companies just don't post jobs on these job boards. Maybe they post them on their website first. So conduct Google searches for unique skills that you have and phrases like job or job opening or market research job Chicago and do Google searches and Keith Burtis suggested do Twitter searches as well um, for, you know, things like social media, 
jobs because obviously Twitter is very, very popular. Tip number five, make some money while you're looking. Being in between jobs today isn't like it was just five years ago or 10 years ago. There's dozens of ways you can be virtually employed while you're looking for work. And best of all, you can add some skills and experiences to your resume while you're looking. Many firms, including the one that laid you off, might be open to giving you small consulting projects. Often companies with layoffs still have work they need to get done, and consulting budgets are still intact. So there's a number of online freelance websites, including guru.com, elance.com, and many niche, niche sites for your industry. I'm involved with an ex executive consulting site run by a company called Gerson Lerman. Phil Mankato suggested Snagajob, S-N-A-G-A-J-O-B, uh, snagajob.com, for hourly work. And of course, we'll have links to all of these sites in our show notes. Another way to generate revenue while you're looking is to create an affiliate marketing website or blog. Follow your area of passion. Create a little website and add some affiliate banners and links. You can find affiliate banners and links at ShareASale, Commission Junction, or LinkShare. And you can become a virtual promoter for other companies' websites. Sell their products. All you need to do is send the traffic over to their website. You don't need to store any inventory or stock anything. It's a great way to get some experience and generate a little revenue while you're looking for a job. And maybe you can carry it on while you're working. Another great way to get some experience is by volunteering. And a, a tremendous way to network, volunteer with your industry association. Check out your local American Marketing Association. If, if you're in interactive marketing, there's probably an interactive marketing association in your area, your local chamber of commerce. It's a great way to volunteer, fill your time, Make sure that you're active and, and staying current on all the latest uh, tools of, of work. And it's a great way to make some contacts. Let people know that you're looking for work. Let me finish this section with Rob Duncan from LinkedIn, who said, if appropriate, start a freelance company immediately in the field you've worked in. <coughs> Sorry, I'm fighting through a cough here. As Rob Duncan was saying, start a freelance company immediately in the field you've worked in or the field you're interested in working in. This will protect your resume from gaps in employment, keep your confidence high, and you'll feel less like a job beggar and a lot more like someone in charge of what they're doing. Then you can look for both contract and permanent work at the same time. Once you get some contracts, you may never go back to being a per permanent employee. A number of people talked about the value of getting two or three jobs. Sean and Forbes said, embrace the slash. Um, Holly Swagatsu is an artist, a gallery art director, an art teacher, and a creative creativity workshop leader. So she's an artist slash art gallery director slash art teacher. Having two to three jobs can often fill the, the amount of revenue you need from one job. Tip number six, search in niches. Industry association sites and industry-specific sites often have very relevant job boards to your industry. Four groups that I'm involved with have great job boards. Sempo is the Search Engine Marketing Professionals Organization, the American Marketing Association, the Direct Marketing Association, and the local Interactive Marketing Association. All have job boards. So go to your industry niche and search out the job boards on those sites. A friend of mine was seeking a research job, and we found a great job board on the Web Analytics Association website. Also look at geographic specific sites and local job sites, such as your local newspaper, your local business journals, and local magazines. Tip number seven, access resources. There's some great job hunting resources, such as your local workforce resource center, the state employment services office, college employment centers, and other industry resources. There's some great online job hunting sites. We've mentioned some of those. Free resources, counselors, job boards, etc. All of this you can find online, and we'll have links to all the ones we've mentioned in our show notes. Tip number eight, develop target companies. Build a list of 10 or 25 dream companies, companies you'd love to work for. Research these companies. Read their websites. Do they list any jobs? Are they expanding? What kind of press releases about new projects, mergers, or other opportunities are present on their websites? The next step is to find some connections at those companies. Search the marketing and the company name in LinkedIn, for example. So you, you would search 
um, you know, marketing jobs at Burger King if you wanted to work at Burger King. And you search marketing and Burger King in LinkedIn, you'll probably find a director of marketing and a vice president of marketing, and you'll find out how close you are through your connections to that connection. Tip number nine, work with recruiters. Recruiters can be a great resource. Now, it's really helpful if you can get referred to a recruiter instead of just sort of cold calling that recruiter. So one of the best strategies is to ask people that you know who's a great recruiter in your space. If you're currently in a job, you should only be dealing with one or two recruiters. And if you expand into, you know, you're uh, laid off and you're in a full-time job search, maybe you want to go for three or four recruiters. But you definitely don't want to be working with 20 or 30 recruiters, particularly the, the, the low-level guys who are just going to email your resume out to hundreds of places. Uh, the other recruiters are going to be upset if they do that. You definitely want to be uh, dealing with a professional if you're dealing with a recruiter. And finally, tip number 10, give thanks. Thank the people who help you along the way. I can't tell you how critical this is. If somebody takes the time to do an informational meeting with you and sends on some um, references for you, it really goes a long way to send that person a small note or at the very least an email. Consider including a $5 Starbucks card with your note. It won't be a bad policy to have that thank you card sitting on the desk of the person with your contact information. As I mentioned before, it's really, really important with busy people to stay top of mind. Um, I mentioned this earlier. I really like helping people out. But sending me your resume in one email three months ago just isn't enough to have you pop immediately to mind. Consider sending a bottle of wine or buying a dinner to the person who helps you get your new job. You might want to send a gift certificate or a special note to the people who went out of their way for you in helping you along the way. This good karma will definitely come back to you along the way. So let's wrap up. 10 strategies for job hunting in a recession. Number one, start now. The time for you to build contacts in your social network is now if you're still employed and critical if you're currently unemployed. Treat it like a job. Create an Excel spreadsheet and follow up on all the interviews, informational meetings you've had and with, with proper follow-up and scheduled recontact strategies. Number three, be proactive. Connect with connectors. Get informational interviews lined up. Number four, get digital. Get active on Monster, CareerBuilder, Craigslist, and search Google and Twitter for employment opportunities and build that digital LinkedIn resume. Make some money while you're looking. Take advantage of consulting, guru, elance. Start a company. Maybe now's your chance and maybe you won't even go back to work. Number six, search in niches. Look at industry association sites and geographic-specific sites. Number seven, access local resources, such as the local resource work center. Number eight, develop a list of target companies and find connections to those companies on LinkedIn and through Google searches. Number nine, be professional with recruiters. And number 10, give thanks. Thank the people along the way. Now, here's a small thing you could do to give thanks to me. If you like this list and someone referred you to it, maybe you can post about this list on your blog and link to our website with the show notes to help other people who are looking for work. Okay, next up, we had a great networking dinner at Affiliate Summit in Boston. There were some amazing people there. And we asked everyone to share one thing they learned at the event. So let's go live to Affiliate Summit Boston, our marketing meetup dinner. I'm really excited that Peter Glazer is with us tonight. And Peter is actually a podcast listener. And he flew all the way to Boston just to be, be on the 10 Golden Rules podcast. Right, Peter? Exactly, Jay. Um, or no, you actually probably came here for Affiliate Summit, right? Yep. I'm going to be one of the speakers in the roundtable session talking about marketing and advertising on the mobile internet. That's great. And so you've been listening to the podcast for a little while? Yeah, I've been listening to it for over a year, and I downloaded all the old downloads and listened to them when I was driving. And I really like Jay's voice and the information he's delivering. It's, it's good stuff. Thank you so much. So we're just asking everyone, what's one thing you learned today or a new technology that you're using, something that's really advanced that you're, you want to share with everybody? Um, I learned two things today. One thing is that um, Europe is 
is still and will probably always be about five years behind in online marketing and affiliate marketing. And the second thing I learned is that uh, a lot of advertisers and networks haven't really realized the power of the mobile internet for advertising. What are some of the best ways people can think about mobile internet? How can they use it? What do you recommend? For advertisers or marketers, it's a whole new sales channel. We've seen a lot of budget and money going from offline into online advertising. And we're starting to see that the same thing is going to happen with mobile. A lot of advertisement dollars are going from online to the mobile internet. And for um, consumers, it just gives you a lot more convenience. You could order a pizza from your phone while you're driving home. You can book your flights if you wanted to. It's just I don't want to be on the road with the guy who's booking his flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, you're, if you have idle times waiting at the doctor's office, spend your time online. One example I always um, quote is the beach thing. Do you take your laptop? To the beach, you probably don't. Well, I do, but most normal people don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, but you certainly have your mobile phone with you, and if you want to do um, some work or you just want to do um, some search on Google or you want to get some entertainment, mobile is the future, definitely. Well, I actually bring my M Audio Microtrack, the device we're recording on, to the beach, and I did a beach cast. In, in Bahamas. But I, I'm not normal. Well, we have to make a difference between us, the professionals in the industry, and and the end users. Real real people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peter, thanks so much. I'm, I'm so glad you reached out and you could be with us tonight. It's great to meet you in person, and we'll stay in touch, and please call the show in, in the future. Thank you, Jay. Hi, I'm Colleen Darwin from Worldwide Brands. I'm the affiliate manager. What I found that was the most enlightening for me for Affiliate Summit today was Twitter. Twitter is very new to me. I actually just signed up for it before the conference and I found it to be such a wonderful tool to keep in contact with people and see where, you know, keep up to date what people are doing and just so far it's been great. You want to go? Sure. My name is David Antley. I'm the SVP of eMarketing at Alliance Health Networks. One of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately and, and, and really, I think, has been reinforced here at the conference has been the reemergence of voice technology. And what I mean by that is how call centers are, are becoming more and more important in the lead generation space. For marketers that do lead generation to actually have their own call center resources and to be able to phone verify the data that's coming through gives them the ability not only to scale, but to monetize that data in many different aspects. And so it's something that we've been employing at Alliance for our clients for a little while now. It really shifts the paradigm between us and, say, first movers in the lead generation space online and who we deal with a lot in the health space. A lot of our clients are, uh, are, 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 are new to, to online lead generation. So by us being able to, to take some of the heavy lifting off of their plates for them and provide them a cleaner cleaner data that they can easily convert, uh, not only uh, keeps some clients longer, but also keeps them happier longer. There's actually a big flip from online back to offline. Yeah. One of the things that we're seeing working really well is, is mail, old-fashioned snail mail. Yeah. Email has gotten so impervious, like everyone's getting so much email, you're not getting as much physical mail. A postcard or a personally crafted letter can work really, really well. And you're saying call centers are working really well as well. Absolutely. I, I really think it's going to be multimodal in the future. So you're going to get your information either by email or maybe there's a complimentary uh, direct mail piece that comes along with it. Maybe there's something, a, a phone call. But it's, it's, it's engaging that consumer and, and touching them at the right time but not in a, uh, I think, in a salesy way. It's, it's keeping those, those touch points alive. And one of the things we do is a lot of social networking as well. Uh, in our own, we're building social networking. What works really well? You know, it's, it's engaging the consumer. 
and and, and giving them really what they're looking for, giving them uh, that connectivity, and then figuring out when's the appropriate time to touch them with the right message. Because obviously you have to make money at this, but when is that appropriate time and how do you do it? Is it a telephone call? Is it a survey? Is it something, something that's engaging but not intrusive, if you know what I mean? So give them a lot of free content, free information, free community, and then at some point engage them in a survey or something to actually get the contact information and move them up that ladder once you built the trust, right? Exactly. It kind of gives back to Seth's code and permission marketing, if you will. All things come around, right? <laughs> David, thanks so much for being a part of this. Oh, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. So something really cool that you learned today or a new technology you're using? Bosco from the Internet Marketing Center, and our website is marketingtips.com. It's a pretty small website, right? It's a, it's a kind of a new up-and-comer? Yeah, we've only been in business for 10 years. You know, $60 million yeah. in online sales It's not a lot. I would say that for me, and this is a compliment to you, I think working in the Internet Marketing industry, you tend to see a lot of information, and I think that your presentation educated me on stuff that I even didn't know about. So I think out of, for me... Yikes. Out of, for, for <laughs> Thank me, you. That's the ultimate compliment, because the Internet Marketing Center, marketingtips.com, yeah. is really one of the pioneers in the industry knowledge products and information products you've got to check out their sites these guys are one of the best and so like i said you know i mean for me personally i think that i can now take your information give you credit for it for your information and teach my affiliates how to really perform in areas where we don't really explore stuff that you've found and shown us and proved us so overall i would say out of all the presentations i've been and this is not blowing steam anywhere i would say yours was the best in general thank you i appreciate that was so, there any was there any new technologies you picked up today? Anything new you want to share with everyone else on the call? Absolutely. I would say that your presentation had a lot of examples. And uh, with examples, I'll, I'm going to start off with Twitter. I, I mean, I didn't even know what Twitter was until I actually got here. And we talked about it, I think, yesterday. And then you showed me some examples. And it's amazing how you can network. And I think personally, Twitter for me, if I had to use Twitter for my super affiliates, it would be saving me a lot more time communicating with them. And I think that that's something important that every affiliate manager needs to be accessible to all their affiliates just by a click of a button. So personally, I think that's the first thing I learned today. And I, I would say that there's probably a million other ideas. The one thing I thought that your presentation stood out from everybody else was the fact that you put examples. There might have been 190 slides, but you put exact examples of different things and trends and, and softwares out there that I have never seen a lot of other speakers do in this entire presentation. So overall, Affiliate Summit, if, if you speak again, I would highly recommend people to come see you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're and welcome. all of our speakings on the website at 10goldenrules.com. Okay. My name is Cresta Pillsbury. I'm with E-Commerce Merchants Trade Association. And the Affiliate Summit for us has been very, very successful. It's a great resource and just being able to come here I really feel it's about the networking and being able to sit and really talk face-to-face with your partners that you talk to on the phone, but you really aren't able to do much more than that. You put the partnerships together, but when you can sit with them and, and really learn from them and, and what they have to offer and explore new ways that you can work together and the ways that it can benefit our merchants, that's really what makes uh, this summit for us invaluable. For instance... Um, we talked, you know, last night, uh, you and I, and I'm so excited to have you come and speak at our Inc. conference, just because I know that every single one of those merchants are going to benefit. And had I not come here and had we not really been able to sit and talk, um, that probably wouldn't have happened. So. You want to tell everyone a little bit about the conference? Sure, absolutely. Inc. Uh, 500 shows e-commerce merchants trade association to bring the e-commerce educational content to their to their members so it's really a red carpet kind of gala award ceremony everybody's really happy awesome yeah and we're so excited i look forward to it yes it's gonna be great we're gonna figure out what presentation i should do oh it's gotta be great but i know it will be and you know these are all ceos we have over 2500 attending and they're they're in a great mood when they're there they're there to get their award they worked very hard to get that award they had to submit like three years of financials to show that they're one of the fastest growing companies. And to be able to have resources such as you and a lot of our other partners to come and bring this educational content to these merchants. Cresta, <laughs> thanks for being here. It's great to see you. Thank you. As always, it's a pleasure to see you too.
Uh, my name is Ingo from Affiliate Performance Europe. Um, yeah, it's my first time at the Affiliate Summit. It is a really a great, great, great event. It gives me already a lot of impulses. I met, you know, great, great guys, great people. I'm the, the quality of people here is fantastic, isn't it? It's absolutely fantastic. You know, it is um, the var- the variety is very very huge. You know, the the people are well experienced. You know, in Germany where I'm where I'm uh, located, you know, everything is new, fancy. Here it is more settled, more established, and you know that is really you know a good feeling to see that. So it, it was it was a great day, a great two days. Any new things you picked up or new technologies you're using back home? Um, I think you know I, I picked up a bunch of new things. You you know in the states you're like one year ahead, at least one year ahead. But um, I think you know video ads. I think to use that in the affiliate marketing, I had some, I had a good good meeting there. So I think that is you know the the most valuable thing that I that I've picked up today. So. And how can people use video ads? Like what type of technology or? Um, we have a special dating partner program or affiliate program where it is really you know it's the perfect thing for that. And you know I just have to talk with the networks with with the guys from Kuf how to do that. But actually I'm looking forward that that it's you know easy to yeah easy to to, to install and yes. Thanks for being here. Yeah, great thank, to meet thank you. you. Thank you for this great, great evening, Jay. Thank you. Neil Sharp is a fully performance. So what I liked about, in particular, Jay's presentation, it was well-structured. And one thing I do want to point out, I don't know which number it was, but one number was customer service is the new marketing, which I think is key. And I don't really hear many people bring this up. So I was very well, happy. These were the 10 hottest strategies in internet marketing. They're all brand new. <laughs> I know you many other, other things that you mentioned too, but it is, you couldn't be more to the point because it doesn't matter if you're an affiliate or a customer customer service has, has, has you know satisfaction has decreased people are more frustrated these days and so I saw that was I wish more marketeers would remember this instead of spending all the marketing dollars on new campaigns comes basically plays into customer retention to how important customer retention is and there aren't that many companies who realize this but the point is that if you understand the importance of retaining and making your customers happy, that's the best marketing message, especially with the increase in social media. That's where you really should spend your marketing dollars. And that's why I thought it was great about this presentation. The other things I wanted to point out was whenever I listen to good presentations, I get inspired. It kind of triggers. Thank my, you so much. Yes. It, 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 you know, you, you have thoughts flashing around. Oh, yeah, I can try this. Yes, I want to go back to this. But this is why I also thought it was a great presentation. And if I get out of it that I just, you know, start my own ideas and, and then that's, to me, that's a very good piece. I have a personal rating yes. system yes. that I use to evaluate a presentation mm-hmm. and it, it adds up to 100%. Mm-hmm. So one third, one third, one third. Mm-hmm. Um, what percentage was brand new information that you learned? What percentage was something that you knew but maybe you forgot or maybe you you it's an experience from a previous job mm-hmm. that maybe you can apply it to your current job or something mm-hmm. you just you remembered and applied in a different way mm-hmm. and then what percentage was a complete waste of time and i add that up to 100% All right. and uh, for me a great presentation is uh, if i if i can learn like 10% new mm-hmm. And maybe thirty or forty percent of inspiration, and only waste about half my time. That, that's a pretty good hour. Well, what do you think? How did the presentation work for you? Probably around because you use so many examples. I would say I learned new sites that I hadn't really, you know, heard of. So um, probably twenty twenty percent new stuff. I want to say sixty percent stuff where I thought, yeah, this is good to hear it again. And I would say twenty percent. I said, yeah, yeah, I, I know this stuff, but I yeah. Awesome. Thank you so right. much. Thank you. I'm Janet Attard from businessknowhow.com, and I think one of the things that blew me away today was all that ShareSale is doing for their, both of the merchants and the affiliates. I hadn't taken a look at them in a long time, and they've got these fantastic tools out right now. I was really impressed with the video things that they're creating, where you put a video up and there's these little flyouts on the side with text, and you can click through them, and their widget technology. There's just so many new tools out there that make it, I think, easier for the um, affiliate to market the offers that the, the merchants have. 
Uh, hi, this is Mike Buchel with 1115 Media. We're a publishing company. We're just getting started with affiliate marketing. The technology that I think that everybody should be aware of right now is definitely Twitter. If you're not using Twitter, you've got to get on it. It is an amazing social networking tool. Even here at Affiliate Summit, there is an entire underground social community of people tweeting throughout the entire conference. Uh, you get little messages of what's happening in what room, who's who playing we uh, in the uh, in the blog room, who's who Is that who, why you yeah. came to the blog room cuz you heard about the heard about the bowling? <laughs> Absolutely. When I when I, I got the tweet from Stephanie Agressa that bowling was happening on the Wii right now, I, I rushed out of the expo and got right right there. It's a fantastic marketing tool. It makes it very easy to be real. I think, as, as a marketer, as an affiliate marketer. Well, you can't hide with only 140 characters, right? Exactly, exactly. You have, not, you know, not too room for BS. <laughs> or, or a spammy link. Candy coating. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 140 characters just to get to the point of what you're doing at the moment or and share something. Do you use it more to get information or are you also promoting and, and communicating stuff? I, I For both. I mean, I've, I've used it to share ideas out there, to find out. Even here, just the other night at Affiliate, at Affiliate Summit, I, I put out that I'm going to go down to the dining hall. Anybody want to join me? And I got two tweets back from people awesome. in there right there. Is that amazing? I know. It's it, it's a social networking tool that, you know, it's still yeah, that's a That's what people are calling a tweet up, right? Tweet up. Exactly. Tweet up. That's what it is. And if, you, if you're not on it, find out about it. My name is JP Diaz. I'm with uh, E-Commerce Merchants Trade Association. I'm the VP of Affiliate Relations. And one thing I walked away with at this affiliate summit was definitely how easy it is to become an affiliate. As an affiliate manager myself, an OPM, outreach program manager, I'm looking for ways to really syndicate my offers as quickly and as easily as possible. And I've walked away with about four different ways that I can become an affiliate overnight. Simple enough. It's very easy. Okay, what are some of them? <laughs> well, one of them is uh, for me to coupon. I mean, I could become a coupon affiliate in 10 minutes. I talked to the gentleman, uh, Asif, from Golden Can. I can have a search page for model trains on my site if I wanted to have it. And it's simple, very easy. One line of code, and it plugs into any kind of content. So if you have a passion for any kind of issue or any kind of like product or what have you, it's just so easy for someone to become an affiliate, and the value is still there. It's still being kept together. So we, we talk a lot of, on this podcast about following your passion. Sure. You know, if you're passionate about model trains, or if you're passionate about internet marketing, yeah. or if you're passionate about food, we're, we're at a restaurant. I had a gentleman. We, we met um, Shashi Bellamaconda, mm-hmm. who has a food blog. And, you know, whatever you're passionate about, follow your passion, and it's going to come out in all your work. Yeah, I, I met a gentleman today, his whole thing was concerts. He just goes around the world, you know, going to different concerts, all different kinds of concerts. And he wanted to monetize his blog, and he did it with, guess what, Ticketmaster. And it was so easy for him to do because he just monetized it with given content from Ticketmaster. It was so easy for him to do it and using these same tools. Simple stuff. And he's not a tech, techie guy. He just has a passion for things. So it makes my job easier and it's great I walked away with that at least and everybody's out to help each other too such a good well-rounded community so it was fun awesome thanks for being a part of this yeah no problem Leslie White Alliance Health Networks and Jay is my new best friend I (laughs) appreciated (laughs) his session today it reminded me of a lot of things I already knew which is you gotta give to get and I think I also had Twitter on my radar, my list to do, and it kept getting pushed back. It's an easy back. one to get started with. And I just told myself today... Go to twitter.com slash jberkowitz, sign up to follow me, and then you can see everybody I'm following. Perfect, perfect. And you just hold your mouse icon over the little boxes, and when you see someone like Robert Scoble, who's the famous MSN video blogger, or Steve Rubell, who's one of the top bloggers in the world, just click on them and follow them. And very quickly, you'll start seeing the kind of people that they're quoting and referring to, and you can follow more people, and you're, you're Twittering. It, it really only takes about five minutes to get started. Uh, I follow CNN News Network, things like that, and uh, it's great. Exactly, and I just, I've decided that that's the one thing I really need to push forward on is do more research and, and kind of promote our properties with just that. And then the other thing that I that I learned that I always push to the bottom is brand myself. I think too often we're too focused on exactly, you know, the day-to-day activities or putting together some strategy, and we neglect ourselves. And so I think we need to pay some attention to ourselves. 
It's the Franklin Covey concept of you got to stop and sharpen the saw every now and again. So That's great. Thank you. So what are some of the things you're going to do for yourself? Are you going to create a blog or just your own Twitter or stuff like that? I'm doing my own Twitter. I'm going to do a blog. And then I may just kind of build my own website just for fun. Awesome. Thanks for being a part of this. It's great to have you. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate it. It's always good to see you. All right. Well, big thank you. <coughs> wow, those coughs uh, sneak up and grab me. Anyways, a big thank you to everyone at Affiliate Summit Boston and our marketing meetup dinner. Our next uh, networking dinner will be at Affiliate Summit in Las Vegas, January 11th. And uh, if you're interested, please get in touch. J at 10goldenrules.com. That's J-A-Y at T-E-N goldenrules.com. And... Please contribute to this show. I'd love you to call in with thoughts, ideas, questions, segments, um, any content that you want to share. We absolutely love um, all of the listeners contributing. That makes it so much better, so much richer of a show. And um, the phone number to call, 206-888-6606. That's 206-888-6606. And let us know, how'd you find out about the show and where do you listen to the show we're going to pick one of those calls for a winner of Seth Godin's new book, Tribes. Anyways, Guillermo is going to introduce the song of the week. So with that, I'll wish everyone a great week, and we'll be back next week uh, with some uh, great new stuff. Hi, Jay. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Guillermo with the song of the week. Today, I'm going to introduce a band called The Rebel Gear. They are from Ottawa, and my good friend Max is the drummer. Midnight Poker is the promo single for their new album. If you like this song, you can find it at myspace.com forward slash the rebel gear. So enjoy Midnight Poker by the rebel gear. Yoo-hoo!
can tell Where you're gonna be when everything goes to hell Haven't smiled hard in seven days Haven't smiled hard since you went away Since you went away Thank you for listening to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. Please send comments and questions to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com. Or use our call-in line 206-888-6606.